for how good the four-team playoff is, for how exciting, for how big the moments may be, there's nothing like college football bowl season. This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Subscribe, rate, and review. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcast. Also, follow us on Instagram. We're on the gram now. That Guy Jig. We are on the gram. But back to business. It's bowl season, folks. I've been saying since the beginning of the season that this right here, this season, the new season, the bowl season, is important to a lot of universities. Because some universities, they don't get to shoot for the national championship. Some universities, they can go undefeated, and they still have no real shot at getting into the playoffs. And this is fact, folks. Because college football sometimes is about the haves and the have-nots. And we're seeing this all across the landscape. But right now, we're talking about the haves. We've already talked about the playoff teams. I've already, I've already talked about Michael Penix. I've already talked about Texas. Talked about Bama. We've talked about Michigan. Now we're going to talk about these programs who in the beginning of the season, they don't break it down to championships. They break it down to team on three. One, two, three, team. That's what they do. We're talking about those teams. We're talking about teams like Georgia Southern and Ohio who get to play in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Fans of Ohio get to leave the cold and they get to invade Myrtle Beach. For a whole week, you're going to see Bobcats in Florida. I think that's where Myrtle Beach is. I'm not for sure. This is not a show about geography. This is a a show about sports. I know sports. And what I'm telling you is this is what the bowl season... The bowl season is going to give you mixes and matches of teams that you never thought you needed to see, but you're glad you did. That's what bowl season is about. These games are put together for great entertainment. And some of these universities, with the portal, some of these universities have to now throw in new people in new spots, which gives more opportunity to people who did not have opportunity. Now we get to see what this guy can do, because this guy transferred. And we're seeing that all across college football. The portal is popping. Today's episode is going to be about the bowls. And the portal. The portal and the bowls. And we're not talking about bowls that we're smoking. Shout out to Trees Dispensary. We're talking about this bowl season, folks. The important season. The Myrtle Beach Bowl we mentioned earlier. That New Mexico State team that went in and beat Auburn. They play Florida. I mean, they play Fresno State. UCLA plays Boise State. Cal and Texas Tech play. Shout out to Jacksonville State versus Louisiana. Miami of Ohio and Appalachian State. That's going to be a good one. Shout out to these teams. Howard and FAMU, the Cricket Celebration Bowl. Great bowl. I hope you watch it. That is going to be a great game. Listen, during these bowls, I want you to do one thing. Do one thing for me. For me, please. I ask you to do one thing. Throw the records out the window. 
Records don't matter, folks. We're in bowl season. This is a new season. Records do not matter. They don't matter. Because it's all about that one game. No other time besides the beginning of the season will these teams have this much time to prep for one opponent. That's why these games are going to be great, folks. I will repeat that for you. There's no other time in college football where you have this much time to scout your opponent besides the regular season. There's no other time in college football where you get to get healthy like this. You get to regain some health besides in the beginning of the regular season. That's why the bowl season's great, folks. It's great. And I hope you watch it. I hope you watch it. I hope you enjoy it. Because I'm going to certainly enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy watching these kids go out there and take opportunities to play for their universities one more time for the seniors, for the guys who are about to go out into the you know the actual working world. This is their last chance at some type of oorah. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And congratulations to every team in college football on the FBS level, on the FCS level, NIA, Division II, JUCO, Community College. I don't care. Congratulations if you are playing. If you are playing in the, in the postseason, if you're playing in a bowl game, congratulations to you. You deserve it because you reached your goal. There's many, there's many, there's many a program right now that wishes that they could play. There's many a program that wishes they could play one more game because, like I've said, you get opportunity to showcase your university, showcase your offerings, offerings, offense, and, you, hey, and what you offer. Huh. So, I mean, defensively, too, it goes both ways. This, is a, this goes both ways, and that's why bowl games are important. But we're going to shift gears. We're going to shift gears, and we're going to talk about this portal because the portal is popping. As little mama once said about her lip gloss, the portal is popping. I'm not making this up. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't heard, I'm going to let you know what's going on. Right now, the top, right now, the top transfer quarterback, Cam Ward, he's transform, transfer, transforming, transferring from Washington State to either Miami or, or Ohio State. I think Ohio State. I don't think Ohio State's going to lose out on this one. They're losing their quarterback, Kyle McCord. He entered the transfer portal. He is rumored to be going to the University of Nebraska. Now listen, I said earlier in the season that if Nebraska had a solid quarterback, we're looking at a two-loss team at the most. That defense they have over there is elite, folks. The defense that Matt Rule and Coach White have dialed up over there in Nebraska is amazing if you look at the time they've done it. They've done it in about eight months. In about eight months, they took a defense that was middle of the pack, kind of bad, and they turned it into a well-oiled machine. And this is what Matt Rule is doing. Nebraska's making some splashes right now. If you haven't been looking in the news, I'm going to give you some updates. Right now, Nebraska is looking to flip a five-star quarterback from Georgia, Dylan Rayola. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that last name right. 
Don't quote me on on pronunciation. Quote me on the facts. The facts are Nebraska is about to flip a five-star quarterback. Matt Rule told you it cost one to two million to get you a good quarterback out the portal, and he, hey, hey, they are breaking checks off up there in Lincoln. Following Kyle McCord is a receiver, Julian Fleming, former five-star. He is rumored to also be going to the University of Nebraska. So we're looking at big moves being made, and this is about the future, folks. This is about the future. So next season, I'm not saying Nebraska's going to, you know, shock the world or anything, but I am going to say they're going to score a few more points. They're going to score a few more points. A competent quarterback at the University of Nebraska puts them in the Big Ten Championship. I'll say it again. A competent quarterback at Nebraska puts them in the Big Ten Championship. Go argue with yourself. I know numbers. I know facts. You go look it up, and you tell me what you think. But moving on, a couple other transfers that are making big names. Riley Leonard transferring from Duke to Notre Dame. This is big time. Notre Dame is making moves as well on the portal. They are getting themselves some athletes. They got Chris Mitchell from FIU. They're looking like they're going to get Josh Kelly. It's a, it's a bidding war between Texas Tech and Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame can win that bidding war. I don't know. I think they got a little bit of money at Notre Dame. I don't know. I think they got good boosters. I could be wrong. But look for Notre Dame to keep adding more athletes because that's what they were missing on the offensive side of the ball. Now listen, I have been quoted of saying that that offensive coordinator is terrible. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, and I stand by that. I'm not changing my stance on that. But I do think maybe he was lacking a couple receivers. I don't know. I don't know. I'll give the man a little bit of a doubt, a little bit of a chance. I'm not going to just throw him completely under the bus, turn it on, and run him over. But I will turn the bus on. I will pull the bus up close to him and rev the engine. Because if if he can't do it with the athletes that are about to be there, I'm running him the hell over. And Freeman should too. Another quarterback I want you to look out for. This one is big. Childs, Aiden Childs from Oregon State. He followed his coach from Oregon State to Michigan State. Now he's in the Big Ten. Watch out for this kid. This kid's going to have three years of eligibility, possibly four, because, you know, nowadays you can get an extra year of eligibility for stubbing your toe. They're giving out extra years of eligibility like Oprah gives out millions. You get a million. You get an extra year. You get an extra year. Utah's quarterback has been in college for seven years. I hope he has a degree. He's been there for seven years. Moving on from the quarterback position, now we got the running backs. Now Trevor Etienne, the brother of Travis Etienne, is transferring from Florida to Georgia. Now, I don't know if he'll be welcome at many Florida bars anymore. That's, that's wild. To, to go from Georgia to Florida? I mean, from Florida to Georgia? I mean, either way. You're, I mean, you're slapping either fan, fan base right in the face. Any way you spin it. Rocket Sanders, a great running back from uh, from Arkansas, is on his way to South Carolina. I'm very interested to see what happens to a guy like Jordan Waters. The Duke running back, very impressive. If you got to watch Duke a couple times, then you got to see a hard-nosed running. He reminds me of Joseph uh, uh, Joseph Adai. You know, just straight downhill, big guy, faster than you think, and he's going to be very valuable to one of these programs. So look for a guy like that. Another one, Jaquarius Marks, Mississippi State. 
Now, I think this is a guy that might go backwards. I think he might come back. Just because you look at who his coach is, Jeff Levy, offensive guy, he still likes to run the ball. And, you and you know, if, if you're a guy like Jeff Levy, you really like a guy like Jaquarius Marks. He knows the SEC. He's been there. He's ran there. So let him go ahead and stay there. Come on, come back, Marks, please. Come, that, that's me. I'm Jeff Levy. Marks, please come back. Baby, come back. I'm going to get you the ball. I need you. Mississippi State's making a couple moves. They just signed a four-star quarterback. So Levy's already putting his imprints all over this, all, all over. Now we're going to move on to the receiver because this is a, this is a position that can really change things. There's so many there's so many receivers in college football that some of them go unnoticed. And then you start to see these guys go to these new universities and they start making plays. And that is that's beautiful, folks. And that's why I don't I'm all for the portal, man. Let them transfer. Let the free agency begin. Let the madness commence. We let these coaches quit on these kids, go to different universities, commit recruiting violations, put the school that they were at in the dumps, go to a new school, get a raise, no no type of sanctions. But yet we get mad at these student-athletes for transferring for what's better for them. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Most of the people that are transferring... They're doing it for opportunity. They're doing it. These coaches lie to these kids. That's the dark side of this whole thing. Everybody wants to blame the student athlete for hitting the portal, but let's talk about it. Let's literally, I got time. I got time today. Let's talk about it. These coaches will go to these kids and tell them anything they want to hear. They'll tell them anything they want to hear to get them to sign that name on that line. And then when they get to college, there's a reality check. Because then you look around and you say, holy sheesh, there's, there's six of the four-star receivers here. There's, there's, there's walk-ons that could be starters at other colleges here. But they didn't tell me about this when they were sitting in, in my kitchen. They didn't tell me about this. They didn't tell me that once I sign, they're already recruiting my replacement. They didn't tell me this. I... I twist my ankle, I pull my hamstring, I have to sit out. Well, while I'm sitting out, guess what? Johnny gets opportunity. No disrespect and no hate towards Johnny, but Johnny does his job. Johnny takes my spot, but guess what? I come back, but I'm behind Johnny now. Now I have to work to get get back in front of Johnny. And as I'm trying to work to get in front of Johnny, they're already recruiting my replacement. And guess what? That replacement's healthy. He's younger. So now I'm sitting here competing against Johnny and competing against a younger cat that I know you just gave a scholarship to, so you expect him to do something for you. And you mean to tell me it's not a smart business decision for me? To go look around at another university where I could maybe spread my wings and grow? Now, clearly, that can't be that bad, right? When you break it down, it can't be that bad, right? 
Now, I'm not for the, you know, I'm not for the guy transferring two and three times. I think after the first transfer, you should have to sit out a year. I think you get the first transfer free. But the second one, I got to tax you. I'll give you the first hit free. But that second one, I got to charge you, my guy. I got to charge you, my guy. I can't give you this one free, my guy. I got to charge you. And that's what I think we got to adapt with the portal. But I'm saying all this because when it comes to this portal, a lot of these guys are not going to make the big name. I can't, I mean, we don't have enough to, I mean, if I recorded every day, we might be able to hit some of them. Like I said the other day, there's a, there's, there's 1,800 names in the transfer portal. So that's how deep this is. Not every name is going to make big news, folks, but some of these guys are going to make big plays. You can guarantee that because these guys just need the opportunity. And that's why I love it. But speaking of getting on opportunities elsewhere, Juice Wells is transferring from South Carolina to Tennessee. Now listen, I don't know if you've seen Tennessee's recruiting class, but it's immaculate. I don't know if you've seen Tennessee's roster, but it's good. Watch out for the Tennessee Volunteers next year. Watch out for the Tennessee Volunteers next year. Heupel, this is a big year for you. Big year for you, coach. I have faith in you. I'm an offensive guy myself. I like offense. So I like the cut of Heupel's jib. I like it. Now, Lacey, the receiver from South Alabama, I don't know if anyone saw him play. Very good receiver. Very explosive, transferring to Auburn. Auburn's making some splashes. Auburn's one of those teams that uses the portal. It uses the portal. Deion Burks, a Big Ten receiver, second team, transferring to the University of Oklahoma. He wants that SEC smoke. He wants to go against the best of the best. He wants the publicity. He wants the opportunity to go against the best of the best. It's beautiful, folks. The dude was second team Big Ten. Now he gets to transfer to OU. And, hey, what can you do, my friend? What can you do? Chris Mitchell, FIU to Notre Dame. This is a guy that gets to go to the big stage. This is a guy that gets to go to the big stage. And that's what the portal does for you, folks. It gives guys the opportunity, and that's why I love it. I love the portal, and I love bowl season. And that, in, the, in this episode, we've talked about both. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And also follow us on Instagram. That Guy Jig on Instagram. This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast, and I am him, J-I-G. I appreciate all the subscribers and all the listeners that, that we have had and will gain. This is the first episode of this week's three. You know I drop three a week. I drop three a week. That's what I do. And before we get out of here, I got to eat crow. I got to eat some crow. Because I was real big on Michael Penix winning the Heisman, and he didn't win it. I understand. I understand. Jaden Daniels is that guy. He won the Heisman. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to Brian Kelly for coaching him. Congratulations to LSU University for hosting him. And for all his teammates at Arizona State that made that video that said he sucks anyways. Huh. How about now?
How do you like those apples? That just goes to show you that sometimes it's about the situation. That just goes to show you that sometimes you got to trust the process. And guess what? That goes to show you that the portal works. And that's how I make it come full circle. It works. The portal works. We would never have gotten Jaden Daniels if it wasn't for the portal. We would have never seen a guy have nine touchdowns in one game if it wasn't for the portal. So shout out to Jaden Daniels. Shout out to everyone who took home a trophy for the uh, um, um, NCAA awards. Shout out to all that. Once again, this is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. We'll be back this week for the NBA and the NFL. And we will continue to stay focused and, and let you know what's going on in the portal, as well as keep shouting out all the schools that are making these bowls. Once again, thanks for listening, and we're out of here. Peace.